The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We've been, we've been telling you on the news during the last couple of hours about this fellow that has been charged in a string of bank deposit frauds. And I shake my head wondering how anyone even fell for this. Now, I understand, you know, different circumstances, that sort of thing. But 48-year-old man charged after approaching people at ATMs and convincing them to withdraw money on his behalf. This happened mainly up in the northeast end of the city. So what he would do, he told victims he had reached his withdrawal limit for the day and asked people to deposit an envelope that he claimed had $800 in it. but In, in fact, In cash. But in fact... It was empty. And how do you not know? And again, so I don't want, I, I feel bad for these yeah. people, but how do you not notice that? So I'm trying to figure this out in my mind. I thought, well, if they bounced a check, I mean, I wouldn't do it, obviously. Uh, I don't know you. Why am I taking a... No. So a check, you could almost, okay, let me, wouldn't you count you the cash, it? right? Uh, but a check, you could go, you okay, so it looked like a... Che- deposit right. envelope? Unless there's more to the story uh. that, you know, it's a quick bait and switch like they show you the cash and then he somehow switches the envelope and I you know but it doesn't sound like that it sounds like he just approached people with the story you said and people nicely willingly gave him $800 in cash and and think about your own ability, and I'm, I'm speaking to you, the listener, your own ability to take $800 out. I bet you a lot of you can't take $800 mm-hmm. out, right? So these are people who have 800 bucks at least kicking around in their account. It, it just, it seems so ridiculous to me, but I know if Julie was here, she'd she say, would well, say, you'd be no, surprised. Don't be, yeah, no, don't, don't judge don't these people. Don't yeah. that sort of stuff because yeah. it does happen, and who knows, but... I mean, even eight $100 bills, you're going to feel it, see it, look at, hold up the envelope to the sun and, and take a peek at it, aren't you? Like I know. It makes no sense. <sighs> and scammers. Man, scammers have some you-know-what. Like, just... Uh, it, well, to hit the same location, because this individual oh, really man. liked the RBC at 129 Manning Crossing yeah. and uh, 40th Street and 118th Avenue. So... You, and I guess it takes a while for the machine to be emptied and for the bank to email you or however they communicate with you with your account to say that there was nothing in the envelope, right? Which, by the way, can affect your ability. Mm. They'll put a hold on future deposits because you kited uh, money. But... Uh, Tracy Reed has been charged with seven counts of fraud under five grand. He's 48 years old. If it sounds too good to be true or if it seems a little, you question it. Hey, I saw a story. We're not going to do it today, and I didn't print it or send it to you. But it was about the, it was like the eight Walt Disney movies that have critical flaws in the plot. Mm. And it was just funny. Like it was Cinderella and some others where they're like, hey, how come this, right? So we're just describing this guy who, he's got $800 in cash, right? Cash, it says. Not check, but cash. And somebody just texted, and I'm like, hey, yeah. They just texted or he could just use, you know, the cash he has in the envelope. Like, if it was actually cash, right? I have $800 in cash. Can you deposit it for me and pull it back out again? That actually doesn't make sense. So it can't be cash. It has to be a check. 
Because it wouldn't make sense otherwise. If you already have the cash, you don't need to deposit but it. Yeah, withdraw. it was an empty envelope that he claimed contained eight hundred dollars. Yeah, I in the when I. Uh, the story I looked at on Global's site said the victim reportedly deposited the envelope. Oh, sorry. Yeah. He, he claimed contained $800, right? But down further, the victims reportedly deposited the envelope. Oh, okay. Withdrew 800 in cash. Yeah. I got you. Sorry, I misread that. I apologize. So he says he claimed it had $800, but was it a check? I guess. It must anyway, be a check. It makes but, more still, sense. but still, I mean, at the end of it all. Really? Are Who's you that kind to a stranger? Eight hundred bucks. <laughs> you really gonna believe that? Listen, I gotta be honest with you. I, I wouldn't trust my kids if they wrote me a check for eight hundred bucks. No. And why? Just go into the bank. Yeah, I guess it has to be after hours then, because you can't go into the bank and the check. Ugh. It's uh, you know, we've had uh, over at Century Park. There was um. A gal who used to work that parking lot quite a bit, um, work it by trying to scam people. Um, not working, she wasn't prostituting, but she was she was working it, um, and you know, wanting money, wanting money. It's, no, don't have any cash, don't have any cash. What do you need the money for? Well, I just need some milk and some bread. Okay, well, you know what? I'll drive you over to the Safeway. Mm. I'll go over to the Safeway right now, and I'll get it for you. So much so that I actually got into the back of the car once. And uh, as soon as she started going, she says, "No, no, no, no." She says, "I, I, no, no, I don't need it," and, and got out. So, oh. you know, that's that's another thing. You you hear a lot of these sob stories, and, and really, they're they're looking for money for drugs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I hate to profile, but I'm going to profile. Well, she was you. a meth I think head. You did there? Okay. She was a meth head. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was just one of those. No, you know, if if you really want bread and milk for your kid, I'll get you bread and milk for your kid. But I'm not going to give you 20 bucks. On so, the other hand, yeah. I have. You know, if I'm downtown, you know, I was down at uh, a Taylor's downtown one time and there was a fellow there who was digging through the dumpster. Um, looked like he had a pretty rough go of it and whatever and just rolled down the window, handed 20 bucks and kept on going. Right? That's, you know, that doesn't happen very often. But don't you start to kind of get, start to question or start to be really picky or choosy? Well. Or is that... Is that a very bad thing? I don't know. No, it's up to you. It's your money. I, I just find Edmonton and Alberta in general much better than my experience has been in places like Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, right? I, I used to go to Toronto twice a year for six weeks at a time, mm -hmm. right? And oftentimes I would be uh, taking buses places like Greyhound, right? So I'd be in the uh, Toronto bus terminal and uh, coming in or leaving the number of times that I heard, and I would let the guy tell the whole story mm. because I was trying to kill time anyway. Um, but you'd be outside and, and you'd hear the same story over and over again. The guy has to get home. Mm. The, this crisis has happened. Yeah. They, his visa, he's not sure what's going on, but they won't take it. He's dressed decently. Um, if, you know, if I'd be so kind as to pay for his bus ticket, <laughs> that he'll, um, he'll mail me the money or, or whatever when he gets home. And usually the bus tickets, within reason, like 65, yeah, 70 yeah. bucks. So it's like, ah, it's not a whole lot of money, right? And you, and, and if you go ahead and say, well, I'll tell you what, I'll come with you and buy the bus ticket, no problem. Because he can cash it back yeah. out. It's no problem to get a refund on a bus ticket. So, But 
the scammers, as we know, the people that do the scamming, like the gal in the parking lot or the guy at the bus station, I mean, they do ruin it for, for people maybe who you, you want to give maybe help out a little because after a while, I get get fed up with the same old lying story yeah. or um, you, you just start to, you, I think some of us start to get close the door to it saying no I'm, I'm not i'm not i'm not doing it because i'm getting asked all the time well and you know here's the, the thing because thing. a lot of times we talk about this and people will say about something uh, tremendously gracious that they did you mentioned uh, give 20 bucks to somebody look like you had a hard time but the agencies who deal with uh, these individuals really want you not to do, not that. To do that because if they have to go to the agency in order to get whatever they need yeah. they'll get supplemental help in yeah. addition to that right so they'll uh, a psychiatric assessment or a you know a, a whatever assess I don't know all the assessments they do but but by going to the pro- proper agency they'll get all the help that they need and access to all the different help that's available um, but they don't get that by getting twenty bucks from mm-hmm, you right mm-hmm. and I, and I understand doing it and but I, I I I to be honest with you I just find like everybody's always asking me for money and I do. I, in my mind, I've justified it not because the agency said don't to do it. I've justified it because I do at least 12 free shows a year, at least, that raise money for some charity that I believe in. And I feel like that's my contribution, right? I don't want to be giving out five and ten bucks. In fact, I don't even want to... You know people who come up... You would never get this. People who come up and say, hey, can I buy a smoke from you? Mm. I always say, yes, two bucks. Like, I'll sell you the smoke. Like, if you legitimately, like, if it's not a kind offer, like a, a you know, not, not kind, but just one of those superfluous, I thought you'd just give me the smoke offers. Smokes are expensive, buddy. And if that's actually your habit, buy it from me. Same as on airlines when people go, hey, you know what? Um, uh, I, I, my wife is in the uh, yeah. middle seat back there, and would you switch with her? Um, yeah, I'm sure. So it cost me 48 bucks to reserve this seat. Plus, I don't really want to be in a middle seat, so let's call it 100 bucks. I've had that conversation yeah. more than once. Yeah. I'm always willing to turn a profit. Yeah, that's a that's a frustrating one because we all have the seats that we like on on yeah, a plane. I like that we window, booked in advance. I like, and paid an, for. I like a window seat. Yeah. I need to sleep on a plane. I yeah. like the window seat. That's what I'm liking. But no, and I can remember getting on a plane once, and I think it, I don't even know where it was, and there were people already in there, and I'm like, no, you have to move. They said, oh no, well we've been. It might have been a connection, yeah. whatever. I said, well you're in the wrong seat. You're in my seat. And they said, well then you can sit in that one. I'm like, I don't want to sit in that one. Right. That's the one I booked, and I need to go to sleep. Uh, I'm sure I told you. It drives me. It was years ago, but it really made me laugh, and I still think about it. Um, in that scenario, so I'm I'm in the uh, window seat. Uh, this lady sitting in the middle seat next to me, and she waited for me. Like so, the seat, my seat was there, and so I came in. She got out, and I got in, and then I saw her looking back, right. And so then the husband comes up, mm. and he's like, "Hi, excuse me." Um, this is my wife, and I'm like, oh, nice to meet you. And yeah, you know, if, if there's any way we could travel together, like if you'd switch seats with me. And I said, sure. What seat are you in? And he goes, well, I'm in, uh, you know, twelve whatever uh, B. And I'm like, oh, a middle seat. Mm. And he's like, yeah. And I go, no, I really don't want to sit in the middle yeah. seat. But I said, I'll tell you what, like I just told you, I said, I'll tell you what, I paid this much money for the seat, and um, let's call it a hundred bucks. And he did this. He stood up, and he thought he could. He picked the wrong guy, but he thought he could like uh, shame me into it. Like, he goes, "Are you kidding? Are you, like he got everyone's attention. Are you ki- you won't let me sit with my wife?" Blah blah. And I was like, "Well, you could have booked it. Like when I booked it, it was available when I booked it, 
And he's like, well, you know, are you kidding me? And then I was like, oh, good, a dinner and a movie. This is going to be fabulous. Like, this is Where's quite, my popcorn? Yeah, this is quite entertaining. And I didn't relent the seeds. So now I'm sitting for three yeah. and a half hours Besides from Toronto next to her. Uh, but she was not cranky. Mm. She was actually quite entertained. She was like, I told him that wasn't going to work. <laughs> we chatted for most of the flight, which is something I rarely do. Someone texted in and said, what about those those folks that you see at uh, at the lights, like, you know, at, at South Edmonton yeah, I was Common thinking about with them. the signs yeah. and that sort of thing? 23rd and uh, Rabbit Hill, uh, 23rd and 111th, I always see somebody yep. there. And, and I don't, and you at know. The, and at the um, exit at South Edmonton yeah, Common getting yeah. out to 23rd. I don't, I don't. Uh, like, are, are those guys legit? Are they legit? Well, or are they I, making I, are they making money? We have to define legit because are they, are they legit? Because they need, need? The, they obviously need the money enough to do that. Or they not or it's an easy way to make the money. Well, I don't think that they're that's why I say you have to define legit because I don't think they're leaving their shift and getting in a Lexus to drive home or anything. So they they need money enough that they're willing to do that. Cuz I mean, would you I wouldn't do that. No matter what it paid, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't stand there with a sign need money for food. You wouldn't. No. Others would. And I'm just... I'm, I know, I know. I'm not, I, I'm not judging I mean, you. No, and I'm just thinking, you know, you sit here and you start questioning everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that because would be an I'm interesting sure question. They, would you... Would you... Which one would you be more likely to do? Would you be more likely to stand in hard times, more likely to stand with the sign saying you need change for food or steal the food? I mean, where, as an individual, where would you draw the line? What, what are you prepared to do to feed yourself and your family? Stand with the sign? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess but I would just, do anything know, to feed my family. If but. I remember correctly, though, a couple of years ago, even police were saying that a lot of these guys are... Scammers? Yeah. Hmm. Well, there's sometimes it's like they have... that. That's their corner. Like, I see the same yeah, the guy yeah. at that location I just mentioned uh-huh. all the time. It's like, you know, how, geez, I mean, how long will you, I mean, how long do you need to be here before you got what you needed to get what you needed? Because he'll be there in the morning and still there. Like he pulls Well, in. if that's a full-time job, though. Uh, yeah. If that's a full-time job. Have you ever tried to beg money? Ever been in a no. situation? I have. No. And not because of poor, like I just. Thank God, I don't. I, thank yeah. God, I, I don't need to. I, it's it's hard, like obviously. But it's I just hard. I hear all I hear about all these scams all the time. Yeah, and I, I know. start to wonder. Okay, are you a scammer or do you really need this? Because there's a complete difference. If if I know that you're a scammer, I'm not giving you the money. But if you need it, mm-hmm. I, there's a, there's a good chance I and will. And see, that's why I say these agencies all say don't do it yeah. because they do have a way to verify the yeah. need of the individual. And if you give money to them, they'll make sure that they go to the you know the neediest of people. Mm-hmm. Right. So Take a quick break here. It's 2.48 on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Hold the line, Mark. We'll get your phone call after this. On the phone, Mark joins us this afternoon. Hi, Mark. Hi. Oh, one second here. I'm going to take off speaker. Okay. There. Um, I drive ETS, well, mostly the LRT now, but when I did, those guys... That those uh, street corners have been uh, around a long time. They ran a circuit, and so they uh, they all organized with each other. And you'll see them uh, some work in the same corner. Sometimes they just keep moving around the city. So and, is that uh, just a, a you know a courtesy among beggars, or is that are you saying they're an organization? Oh, they organize. They know what they're doing, huh. and they uh, I've talked to EPS uh, quite a bit, and they. They bring in more uh, 
tax-free money per day than probably both that you and I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, um, you know, he, he can give all you want. Vegas is like that, though. They they know it's exactly what hotels <laughs> they hang out at. And yeah, you know what? All those, uh, uh, whatever they call them, those crosswalks, like above ground, uh, you mm-hmm. know, bridges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. always, uh, and I've seen arguments break out. We go to Vegas far too often. I've seen arguments break out where guys arrive to I their spot and somebody else is there, right? Or if two people have a dog, I've seen that argument as well. They listen. If you're bringing your dog, like I'm the dog mm-hmm. guy, so you got to take your dog to somewhere else. Because apparently, dogs. I was talking to one of these guys. One of these, I never give money, like I say. But one of the guys, I just said, I'll give you ten bucks, but I actually want some information from you and he was like sure so i just asked him about it is how much do you make a day yeah what do you find who gives you the money male female like i was just curious he said dogs always have a little puppy with you because everybody thinks if you give them (laughs) money you're going to feed the dog Mm -hmm. right and plus children stop kids will stop to pet the dog and now the parent's standing there and like feels like obligated it's like when a balloon uh, a clown gives you your kid a balloon you didn't ask for you feel like you got to pay for it right (laughs) yeah i also wanted to comment on uh you know would you steal uh you know for food Mm -hmm. um most people that have uh, any value system to them wouldn't. They would find other ways. They would take odd jobs or whatever. Yeah. So um, it depends on how you're brought up, I suppose. Or, yeah. or the people that aren't uh, will try to find the way use the system. Yeah. Right? So, Those that are so, familiar with the system, for sure. Like I'm thinking yeah. about, yeah. I, it's an interesting question. I mean, it's probably a bigger question than we'll answer on this show. But it is interesting, though. I love scenario questions. What would you be prepared to do? Like, would you, you know, would you murder somebody to save your child? Like, questions like that where you just go, I don't know, until faced with a until you're in the circumstance, situation. right? Mark, I thanks. Suppose if we had a Holocaust or something, might be different, but yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, like something that would be devastating in society, or something, mm-hmm. but not on a regular. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not on a Tuesday afternoon in Edmonton. No. <laughs> yeah, Mark, thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you this afternoon. It's 2.54. Some of your texts coming in uh, this afternoon says, Hey there, there's a guy that rides his bicycle around in Sherwood Park and goes to the truck stop and goes through the garbage and collects plastic, plastic bottles to support himself. I'm uh, a truck driver, and I see him many times, and I started saving all my plastic bottles and gave them to him. I had about four bags full to give him, and he's happy to see me. I'm happy to help him out. That's from Paul. Hmm. And then this one from Spencer says, I gave $10 to a guy who said he needed it to see his son in Calgary for a bus ride. I then went into Tim Hortons after and saw him there and overheard him bragging to some other guys about how some stupid guy gave him 10 bucks. Hmm. After that, I don't give a dime to anybody. And listen, did you do the Vegas one here? No. I still remember the time I was there and there was a big fat guy dressed in a brawn panties on the bridge going to Caesar's Palace, folding a sign begging for money for his sex change. My wife got mad at me because I was laughing so hard. I've seen that guy. If it's not, I don't know if it's the same guy, but I've seen a large guy dressed like that Mm. saying that he needs money for his sex change. I think it's like, it it, it almost feels like uh, they're upgrading their tools. Like, you know, what's... You know, what's avant-garde these days? Sex change. Okay, so that's the that's my pitch, right? Gamer Brian says the problem with society is everybody looks for the easy way out, and if people are willing to just give money, that's the easiest way to make it. Mm, 
not sure that's the easiest way to make it, but hmm. I get what you're saying, Brian. And Glenn says these guys make a lot of money, tax-free money. A friend told me he was in a bar and bought a couple of, bought a guy a couple of beers. As he said, he was broke. Then he disappeared for a couple of hours, returned the favor, and bought, and bought some beers. When asked where he had uh, made the money, he said 150 bucks panning, tax-free. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it was an interesting conversation. I just, it starts, gets me, it just gets you thinking. And uh, I don't carry cash a lot. So that's one of the, the ways to, I just don't carry cash anymore. You carry cash. Andrew I Gross do. carries cash, I got cash all the time. Folks, yeah, if you're looking him. for it. I rarely have cash on me. There was, there was a guy, um, you know, all the casinos have big doorways. Like there's, yeah. no, you know, typically speaking, you can walk in from the outside without opening a yeah. door, right? So it's sort of got an airy feel to it. So I was at a machine by one of those doors a couple trips ago. And this guy walks in. And he walks right up to my machine, which I find annoying because I don't really want to witness to my losing. And I hate people who ask me questions while I'm trying to get But he just walked right up and he goes, you know what? You look like a regular guy, a hardworking man. I bet you, you know, uh, probably a father, a husband, right? And I'm just like, I looked at him and, and he goes, man, I, I tell you what happened to me. I'm having the, I drove out here uh, mm. to get a job and uh, boy, I was told on it. And it turns out it's a scammer. Like I sent the guy, so now he's telling me, complimented me, but he's scammed. the one being scammed and I can help get him out of this. And I listened for a while because it was saving me money not to be gambling. So I listened for a while. And then I went, uh, bottom line it, how much money are you looking for? He goes, 50 bucks. Like, he didn't even yeah, yeah. hesitate. Like, he was far too confident. I just said, that, it, that is not happening. And he just walked away. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.